0: This is your host, David Radney. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Scotch and Scripts. Ron, thank you so much for joining me on Scotch and Scripts. cheers to you. I I really appreciate you being here today. And one thing I have to tell you, I just wanna pay you some gratitude. First and foremost, I love spending time with you and learning from you. You always have so much to contribute. And like me, you are an encourager and you're always encouraging people to do their best put their best foot forward, not to take their foot off the gas. We need more runs in our life. And I really appreciate you being here today. I appreciate you uh, you too, uh, setting this up.
1: I'm very grateful for that. And of course, um, it is a good opportunity to to always uh, communicate to you that, uh, you know, what I see in you is that you have a positive effect on others. You help others, you elevate others, you help others grow, you guide them, you mentor them you take them to a better place. You, you help push them forward. And what I see for you moving forward is more of that, is more opportunities to do that. So uh, I'm grateful for you and I'm sure everybody uh, that you touch
0: does as well. Oh, well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate you saying that, appreciate that. So um, everyone that I talk to that knows that you're gonna be on Scotch and scripts, they're very excited and here's why. I do a lot of talking about working with sellers, and you are an extraordinarily successful buyer's agent, and you work with a lot of buyers. And here's what's interesting. There are scripts we have with sellers, and there's a lot of scripts that we have to have with buyers, and you have really internalized those scripts very well and have very solid conversations with your buyers. So I really want to just jump into it so that we can provide some great content for everyone who's watching and or listening. Fair enough? Let's do it. Perfect. So, you know, how long have you been a buyer's agent?
1: Buyer's agent since I joined the Zamir Group three and a half years ago. Okay, um, that's really when I started developing uh, my skill. And as an agent, that's just uh, that's the, I've, I was a single agent five years prior, so okay. I was on and off an agent eight and a half years. And I can tell you, I learned ten times more in the last three years than I did in my first five years as a solo agent. So, um, it's really since I joined uh, the Zamir Group three and a half years ago is when I became a buyer's agent.
0: And that's really when I felt like I was growing at such a, a very fast pace. Okay. So we've always been taught, or at least I've always been taught, that in this real estate business, in order to last, you really need to list property. And yet you've had such a great success being a buyer's agent. What, what do you attribute that to? Well, as a buyer
1: specialist, I will tell you this is a listings game. Uh, I always recommend going out and getting the listings. Mm -hmm. Um, As a buyer's agent, you might get a referral, but as a listing agent, having a listing, um, you're going to organically, in a natural sort of way, you're going to have seller leads and buyer leads come to you and that's what you need. Now, I have somebody that's creating a lot of listings, right? 25 to 30 at any point in time. And what happens from good listings, you get good buyer leads And and it trickles down to me. So I'll be the first to say, this is still a listings game. Only I'm fortunate and my position is a unique position where I'm on a team and it comes down to me and then it's
0: my job to convert that into business. Okay, perfect. So speaking of converting it into business, you are getting a lot of leads from open houses, maybe Zillow leads that are coming in, people that are calling up about listings. The biggest struggle that most agents have with dealing with buyers is number one, getting them to come into the office. Number two, getting them to sign the buyer exclusive agreement. And number three, then managing them throughout the process of looking for property. So number one, how do you actually get them to come in and meet with you?
1: Well, I'll get into that in a second, but everything you just said, there's another word for it. Tell me. Objection, 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 objection. What do we need to do with objections?
0: Overcome those.
1: We have to handle the objections. And if you don't have the handlers, you haven't internalized those, uh, those objection handlers, What's that going to turn into? It's going to turn into a missed opportunity. And that's going to be an opportunity that somebody else is going to take advantage of, especially as a buyer's agent. Now, yes, I've internalized those scripts. I haven't mastered those scripts by any means. I've met plenty of agents that are better than me, um, but I'm always working on it. It's always a work in progress. And that is a strength of mine. The conversion from first contact to schedule a face-to-face from first contact to get them into the office. Yes. From you know, so a conversion is a strength of mine. How do I do it? It's not just with scripts; it's also with expertise. Gotcha. So, so if, scripts, scripts is only one factor. Right. I, I expertise that. is another one.
0: If I called you and I'm a buyer and I saw one of your properties online and I said, "Hey, Ron, I'm really interested in one, two, three Main Street. Can you meet me there and show me the property?" What do you say?
1: That's a great property. Uh, we just listed it. We're having our first open house this weekend on Sunday. Uh, We're getting a lot of activity on it. Uh, Tell me, where are you coming from? Where do you live
0: now? Uh, Upstate New York.
1: Oh, that's a long drive. So I definitely want to make your trip worthwhile. Uh, Let me ask you do you own or do you rent in upstate New York?
0: Actually, rent.
1: Oh, rent. Okay. Does that lease expire soon or is it month to month?
0: It's month to month.
1: Oh, great. So you just have to find the right home, the perfect home, and you'll be good to go. Is that right?
0: Pretty much, yes, that's it.
1: Okay, great. And uh, how have you been looking for homes so far?
0: Just online? Online, uh, going to a few open houses when we have time.
1: Okay, great, and um, since you've been just looking online and going to open houses, I can assume that you're not working with an agent right now? No. Okay, great, uh, that's wonderful. And uh, how do you uh, plan on uh, purchasing uh, that right home, that perfect home um, with uh, Cash or
0: Finance? We're pre-approved.
1: Great, that's wonderful. That's the, You took the greatest first step possible in the home buying process um, and uh, it's going to help us uh, when we do find that right home that person to move quickly on it. So what I'd like to do is uh, tell me, does uh,
0: weekends or weekdays work better for you to to view this home? Uh, weekends would work better. I was hoping we could go see it tomorrow at noon um, or Saturday. Yeah, at noon. I can, uh, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: So I have availability Saturday at noon. Um, would, would it be helpful to you to also, since you're coming from such a long distance, it's to schedule additional homes that are comparable to this one. They're in the same price range. There's three other ones that I would recommend. You saying, I've seen all the products here on the market, both on and off the market. I'd love to show you the uh, the top product. So I'm saving you time, not wasting your time. And it, uh, would that be benefit Would that benefit you? Would that be helpful to you? Would that be of value to you? Yes, sir. Yes, it would be. Okay, so uh, I'll, great. So what I'll do is I'll schedule the top product for Saturday at 12 o'clock. Um, let's do this. Let's meet at my office. Um, We'll have a discussion for 10, 15 minutes about the buying process, Uh, speak to the marketing conditions, Answer any questions you might have, and then we're going to go down the street and see some homes.
0: Sound good? I I guess that sounds good, but can we meet at the property? I really want to just save time and not really have to go to another location first. I'd like to meet you there if that's possible. Yeah, that is possible. How much time do you have? I probably can carve out two hours.
1: Okay. and, And you know what? To see those four homes, that top product... It won't take more than 30, 45 minutes. What I uh, I found in the past, just like uh, you know, you as a buyer, as a first-time home buyer, um, that conversation, that 10, 15-minute conversation about the buying process, Well, uh, our goal is to make you feel more comfortable more confident with the buying process and provide you with as much value as possible. Now, I want you to feel more comfortable more confident. I don't want you to be anxious. I want you to know what happens next. Do you see how that's helpful to you? Okay,
0: that makes sense. All right. Yeah, I
1: get that. Yeah. Yeah, it'll benefit you and uh, again it's right down the street from all the homes that we're gonna gonna view so um let's meet at the office i'll see you there saturday two o'clock and we're gonna go see some homes right after
0: sounds good that's what i'm talking about I, I have to say number one this is what happens when you internalize your scripts you said that flawlessly you had confidence in what you were delivering and it was a value proposition for me you're gonna save me time it sounds so easy when it comes out of your mouth. It, it makes so much sense. And I wonder why there's so much pushback from agents to use that script you just use.
1: Yeah. Normally I'd ask more questions, but we're, we have a limited amount of time here today, oh. but um, the more knowledge we obtain from that initial phone call, um, the more uh, we know how much time and energy to be, um, you know, uh, investing in this particular consumer prospect buyer, um, because not all buyers are ready, willing and able at that very moment. Um, right. It's just, that's just the case. Most buyers are not ready, willing, and able uh, when you first uh, you know, uh, speak to them.
0: Okay. So you get them in. They, they meet with you. You talk about what you do, your value proposition to help them. Then it's time to sign paperwork and do the buyer-exclusive agency agreement. Uh, first and foremost, how often do you get that signed uh, when you're working with the buyer? So every time I ask, I get it signed. Every time I don't ask, I don't get it
1: signed. <laughs> That's okay. Does that make sense? I accept that. Uh, yeah. So uh, it, I do ask for it quite often. Uh, lately it's been, uh, you know, on or off. It just depends on the, uh, I guess on the, who I'm speaking to is sitting in front of me. Right. And what the uh, situation is. Uh, what I can tell you is that um, mastering your buyer consultation, you will in- improve your conversion at the close of the buyer consultation, which is uh, requesting them to, uh, to commit to you. Mm-hmm if you're able to communicate value during the buyer consultation. You can't just put something in front of their face and say, please sign this, it's not gonna work. You need to be able to communicate value. What does it cost to hire a buyer's agent in the state of New Jersey? Zero. Zero dollars for the price of zero dollars, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer. Would you uh, like to hire an expert or an amateur? So, of course, they'd like to hire an expert. Uh, So I'm glad that uh, they're speaking to me, not anybody else. Uh, and this is during the buyer consultation, you better be able to communicate your value. If you get to a point where you're requesting, they commit to you and they're, they're, they're giving you pushback, you mm-hmm. haven't provided enough value. Okay. Okay. And then it's something for you to work on. It's not them, it's you. Okay. Uh, okay. so we, uh, we, we need to work on us. Um, so, uh, what kind of value can you, pr- this is a, we always speak about this unique, uh, USPs and value propositions and synonyms for each other. Yes. And, um, you know, as a buyer's agent, can you communicate that in words? Can you easily do that? Well, I can, but let me give you some examples. Expertise, first of all, will handle 90% of your objections. Off the bat. Be an expert. Be an expert in the buying process. Be an expert in your uh, in your market. Mm-hmm. It will handle many, many objections up front. Um, you know, prep them, pre-call them, you know, um, understand the local market, have a strong vendors network, uh, master negotiation skills, um, obtaining multiple offer situations. That's a good one. Uh, Coming soon and off market properties like expires and for sale by owners. Um, We'll keep them informed. There's no such thing as over communicating. Um, Expertise is is a great way of doing it. It will handle most of your objections. Um, What are the value propositions can we be communicating as buyers agents? What value can we provide more so than the your traditional agent and the next agent. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's, other than expertise, uh, what what about pre-qualifying? What about uh, prepping them? The ability to to you know to tell them what happens next. Understanding the local market, um, knowing what to look for, right? What they're looking for, so you don't waste their time. Having a good vendor network, uh, mastering negotiation skills, right? Um, obtain, obtaining in multiple offer situations. Um, what about the, uh, knowledge of off market and coming soon for sale by owners and expireds and even other coming soon's, um, over communicating, all right. Communication skills, um, saving them time, seeing the properties before they do. Yes. So you have, so you have a special ability. You have the ability to tell them, Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Buyer, this works for you because of ABC or hey, Mr. And
0: Mrs. Buyer, this does not work for you because of X, Y, Z. Do you still want to see it? So I like that point. So here's, here's a question I have for you, and it used to come up with me a lot. I would sit down, I would do everything you're talking about. I would tell my, my, my buyers, here's what we're going to look at based on what you told me. And people would tell me, we absolutely do not want a property in the flood zone, or we absolutely do not want a house that has a swimming pool. And then they would start sending me listings that were in flood zones. And I would say, hey, we're not going to go see that one because you said you don't want a flood zone but then they would push to go and see that property. How do you handle and that? I'm, so I'm okay with that. And actually what happens next, my clients appreciate
1: it very much. It's a good tip. That's uh, a good question. So if they say they still want to see it, I say, great. When works, you schedule, right? For weekend or weekday. Okay. And then uh, you ask for permission to, sh- to, to show them something that you believe might actually work for them. So I can definitely schedule that. I can definitely accommodate you for that day and time is it okay if I schedule a showing for these other two properties I think might suffice your needs? Would that be helpful to you? Okay. And okay. They, it's, it's unexpected. They wouldn't, they, they don't expect it. So you're right. going above and beyond. So yes. at the same time, I'm yes. giving them what they want. Right. And they're going to give me what I want.
0: You never get people who are upset with you saying, Hey, listen, we told you we don't want that. They're usually okay as long as you handle it correctly and, and come from contribution. Like you're, you're finding a property that you feel would be right for them, even though they said they weren't interested in those particular areas.
1: Yeah, as a buyer, um, they learn to trust you and okay. uh, your opinion. Okay. And uh, They appreciate and they actually want to see homes. Uh, most buyers want to see homes. They don't like it when you waste their time. But they, uh, if if you if you've already seen the properties, and you think it's a good fit for them. They'll appreciate it. Uh, They'll appreciate you going above and beyond and showing them an extra home because, you know, they feel bad about spending more and more time with you. But in essence, you're showing them quite the opposite, that I'm accommodating you and I'm uh, making recommendations. Now, what I also can tell you, just going back to what you just said, um, you know, them saying one thing and then going for another, that happens all the time. You know, you could be uh, doing a needs analysis and they could be saying, I'm looking for one, two, three. And then when you're showing them homes, that changes and that's okay. And that's really why the first time we go out with buyers is when you get a really good idea of what they're actually looking for, because now you can tell them what are your thoughts about this? What are your thoughts about that? And then you get a really good read about what they're looking for.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, Ron. So how do you schedule your day? And I guess my real question I want to know for you are what activities are you doing every day to help you be a successful buyer's agent?
1: uh, I work, uh, no. <laughs> you
0: know, it's, it's, it's that simple.
1: Um, so my schedule, um, you have to understand, I live two minutes down the street from our office. I don't go back home. So my schedule is I, you know, prepare the kids for for their day. I drop them off at school and I go to the office now right. in the office. I'm there all day. I don't go back home until the end of the day. Now, what am I doing? Well, if I'm not out on appointments, inspections, appraisals, I'm in the office. What am I doing in the office? I'm creating business. I'm working. You know, there's only one thing to do in an office with four walls. That's right. It's work. So that's what I do. So every day I drop the kids off and you will always find me in the office. If I'm not in the office, you know, I'm out on an appointment, um, appraisal inspection.
0: Okay. So as a buyer's agent, when you say you're in the office and you're creating business, help us understand what that means. What are you actually doing during that time? Well, it's uh, different types of activities. Most
1: of it is touching um, my A buyers. That's my strategy. I always um, you know, touch my A buyers on a daily basis. I'm always looking for properties for them on a daily basis. And that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, I have a lot of A buyers uh, that, that are homeless right now. and they, um, you know, They have a very high sense of urgency. So I'm focusing on them. That is my focus. If there's inventory that I have not seen yet, I'm seeing it. That's a part of my day too. You want to be an expert. There's an easy way to do it. Just go see everything. You're an expert. That's right. Uh, so that's the easy, easy thing. Just do some footwork. Uh, and it's, it really takes up a lot of my time just to, to follow up with, uh, you know, with leads.
0: Okay. So I had a question uh, that was posed on Facebook by Ariane Rodriguez, and her question for you for this interview was, "How do you personally qualify and classify buyers as an A, B, or C?" buyer. A's are the ones that are ready to pull the trigger very quickly. Um, B it's maybe three to six months. C is, you know, how do you classify those buyers? Uh,
1: simple question. It's a script. Um, David, uh, when would you like to move into your new home?
0: I'd like to be in by October, if possible. Great.
1: What's important about October?
0: Uh, I'm starting a new job and I just want to be settled before the job begins and that will give me a chance to get there and get the house set up. Great. You're a B buyer. Okay. Okay. I know. Uh, yeah. You, you know, we're looking, we're looking for time
1: frame and motivation, right? Okay. You just gave, you just gave me everything I need. Now I know that you're a B buyer.
0: October is a B buyer. What would make me an A buyer? If I needed to be a buyer
1: remember So I have, I have plenty of A buyers and A buyers, uh, my A buyers, which is uh, always about a dozen of them at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're this close to being homeless or, you know it's they're living with their in-laws they're living in a hotel um their home is under contract they need to find something asap their lease is expiring and they don't want to renew it again those are a buyers now the, the a buyers is now like i see a house today i'm buying it between now and october there's a little bit of a lag time so it's like you have a few weeks like you're your hard deadline to buy a house right is probably not for another 30 to 45 days like okay. that's you have to so you have a little bit more time.
0: Gotcha. So if I was a buyer looking to buy a house let's say next spring we're talking April of 2020, how do you manage me from now until the time you're ready to take me out and start showing me properties what do you do in your system to manage me as a C buyer? One
1: touch a month um, and a drip campaign that's it That's a, that's, that's what I do. Uh, I, I have a focus I have a strategy. It's not, there, there is some, uh, you know, it's not the best of strategies, but the strategy that I use currently, okay. i just focusing on my aid buyers.
0: You're not sending me properties now? Um, if I'm looking- Drip, at- it's oh. automatic,
1: re- automatic drip campaign. So they're getting properties auto- automated, automatically sent to them and right. I'm touching them once a month. And it's easy enough to get once a month touch. Just give them an update. Just say hi, um, happy whatever, happy Labor Day, happy Thanksgiving, happy New Year's, happy whatever,
0: happy birthday. So, it's easy enough to to create a one touch plus a drip campaign. See, I've always felt that if someone was looking that far in advance, it didn't make sense to send properties because what's available for sale now won't become the time they're ready to look. So, what is the advantage, in your opinion, of them getting properties now if they're not looking to buy until spring of 2020? I'm going to say it's not just sending them properties,
1: it's also meeting with them and having a buyer consultation. Now, there's a reason I do all of those items. It's, so you're top of mind when the, and that 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 very zero moment that they're ready to pull the trigger, they're ready to start looking in a serious manner, they're ready to buy. I want to be the only agent they think of. Gotcha. So if I'm touching them through, from here until April, I'm more li- likely to be the only one they think of.
0: I like that. That's a great answer, Ron. What's your um, what's your biggest opportunity for growth in your business? Leverage. Um, it, the biggest opportunity for
1: for me to grow is that someone. It's not that something. Uh, oh. I, need, I need help to grow. Uh, as a buyer's agent, you're, you know, we're, gonna be, we're gonna peak. Like we can do X amount of transactions a year, right. we, we only have 24 hours in a day. So I can't do more than X amount of transactions without hiring a showing agent. So that showing agent um, needs to be the right hire. So uh, that's something that uh, looking towards next year, if I wanna accomplish my, my goals, I'm gonna need that someone to help me grow.
0: Okay, I think leverage is great. It's a great answer, and I look forward to seeing you implement that in your business. You're a rock star, man. So once you have that leverage and you can do more, you know, the money you can make, the opportunities you can create for yourself are endless. Yeah, and, and there's other there's other
1: factors that uh, you know will, will help me grow. Yes, you know, I have to master certain skills. I have to focus more on my 80-20. Um, You know, you have to focus on mastering the buyer consultation even more, converting at a higher level, handling objections better, you know, all those things, mastering those skills will help me grow my business too. At the same time, the more uh, business I can feed to a showing agent, the more uh, transactions I can do. So, you know, it's one comes with the other. I can't just say I'm hiring somebody and then, um,
0: you know, not have enough uh, business to feed them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one thing that I always notice about you, Ron, is I see you in different market centers. You're always doing a buyer uh, workshop and helping other agents get better at the business of working with buyers. You know, some people may look at that and say, why are you willing to share all your secrets and everything you do to be successful with your competition? Because these other agents could be looked at as competition. Why are you willing to do that and go out and do these trainings? You know, this business where it's a uh, survive and thrive type of business.
1: Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, I enjoy, it really does give me a, a very unique pleasure to go out and teach and share and touch and impact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it comes, to, it comes back to your vision and your why and your purpose. Mine, at least. And then um, I do enjoy doing it. And when somebody comes back to me and says, oh, based on what you told me, Uh, it was able to, you know, I was able to obtain a deal. I was able to, uh, to get more business Then it makes me want to do more. That's great. I can't get, I can't get that feeling anywhere else. So, uh, I just want to
0: do more of it. Of course. And you do a lot of it and we appreciate you. And I, I have been in your class. I've seen people quote you and talk about what they've learned from your class. So I know you're having an impact and I appreciate that about you. And that's what I love about our company. We're agents helping other agents get better in real estate. And, you know, when I first started in the business, I wish I had a Ron or a David or a Sekou or someone like that who would be willing to sit down with me and train me and help me grow. Talk to me about when you first started as a a real estate agent, what do you wish you had known back then that you know now? Uh, Some advice
1: is, um, you know, this is the type of business where they... uh, and they just provide you a license and they say, go learn. This is mm-hmm. not an easy business. Um, what I would highly recommend any new agent is value yesterday, but live in today. Yesterday ended last night and that's for good and bad. That's right. both frustrating experiences and successes. Um, you know, today is the benchmark for tomorrow. I like that. I like that. Okay. So it's just some, some advice. Um, focus on, on uh, what's possible, not your, not your mistakes. Uh, we're gonna do a lot of mistakes. I just said, uh, you know, they give us our license, and then you have to go train. We're gonna make a lot of mistakes, and that's okay. We're gonna learn from those mistakes. They're not failures; they're frustrating experiences, but they're learning lessons too. It makes us better agents. It makes us better human beings. It makes us better people, and we're only gonna grow our skill that way. So, you know, focus on what's possible and not uh, not on the
0: past. Thank you. That's that's really good advice. So one of the last people I interviewed um, had a question, Megan O'Brien, I know you know Megan. And so every time I do an interview, I have them pose a question to the next person that I'm going to interview. Her question was, uh, you know, if you look at how you're working, you're working to be successful and be at a certain level in your life financially, once you're there, what does that look like for you? What are you gonna do with your time? How are you gonna live your life once you've hit your financial goals within real estate? Well,
1: I'm getting there. So it's it's something I can speak to. Um, you know, I'm the breadwinner in my house I make, you know, I'm the one that needs to make sure that the income's coming in in order to pay my bills. So what I can tell you is that um, I better be working um, so I, be, uh, I can pay my bills, because the bills don't stop. True. So that's also why the, paying the bills is not necessarily my why, because it's mandatory. I have to pay my bills, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my why is a little bit bigger than that. Um, and, uh, right now I'm at a point where my production level is, is at a point where I can pay my bills and I can start saving money. And, um, I'm also, by the way, I'm teaching 80 to a hundred lectures a year. Well, I'm working less, making more. Well, the more I grow my skill, the more um, money I make and with more free time. It's interesting because you know, you think, well, as you're getting busier, don't you have less free time? No, the busier you get, the more you grow your skill. You actually have more free time.
0: That's right. That's right. Especially and with
1: so that. It's an, yeah, especially, and leverage is the way to go. Uh, I have a team, uh, and that team helps me out all the time. Yes, they cover for me on showings, and they cover for me for inspections, and they cover me for appraisals, but they're busy too. They can't always be there, and that's why,
0: uh, you know, in order for me to grow, I need that additional person to help me out. Okay, no, I think that's a really good answer. So what I hear you saying is that you want to get to a point where you're still generating some really solid income by working less hours because you're very efficient and you're using leverage. And with that extra time, you want to get out there and continue to help more people and build your platform with your speeches and, and, and talking to different market centers, correct? Correct. Yeah, the vision that I have is growing in production
1: while um, and growing on impact. So it's, it's, it's a, it's kind of a dual vision at the same time. And, um, I have to tell you something about vision. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I have a vision and then other people have a different vision for me. does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. So,
1: so it's, I, it's just, you know, you it's always a good idea to create a vision, uh, right? It will create a path for you. It'll let you know what you need to be doing and what you not need to be doing, but also um, the vision I have for myself, sometimes I speak to people and they have a bigger vision for me than I do. Okay. And uh, and that, that's where I need help. I need help from, the, from people, uh, feedback saying, you know, you know, I see you doing this, I see you doing that, and uh, it helps me increase my level of awareness. And that's why we need other people. We cannot succeed alone. We cannot get to where we need to be alone. We cannot become the people that we were meant to be alone. We need others to help us along the way. And uh, the more people I get in touch with, the more people I come in contact with, um, the more it helps me out still.
0: Yeah, you definitely need that circle of people who are gonna support you and and pull you up and hold you accountable and show you the way. I consider you to be one of those people in my life. When I get a call from you, I always hang up the phone and I'm like, damn, that guy's got my wheels turning. And I love that about speaking with you. And I'm sure a lot of people have that same experience with you. Who are the people in your circle that, that have a bigger vision for you that are pushing you to do better? Well, Zora definitely uh, pushes me every day. He has, uh, he sees the
1: potential in me, yes. um, you know, and uh, he, he's always telling me you should be doing X amount. Even though I'm doing great, no, you should be doing X plus plus. Right. You should be doing, you know, so, and he's always, he's always pushing me. Now, the potential's there. You just have to to, to grow grow a skill quicker, work, uh, work uh, smarter, um, implement systems, tools, and people to help us to get to where we want to go.
0: Well, you talk about having impact and here's what I'll tell you and you and I have had this conversation before. So you're already out there. You're doing the work. You're you're doing these workshops. You're doing 80 to 100 workshops a year. And you're giving such great information. And yet if I want to go on YouTube and look for Mr. Ron and hear what he said so that I can just refresh myself, I've, I'm not finding you yet. So I'm looking forward to to you getting on social media and getting on YouTube and recording more because you have so much to share. And that's an, you know, an example of other people having a bigger vision for you. That's my vision for you is to see you on, on the social media platform and sharing all that great knowledge.
1: Yeah, I may need some help with that. Uh, you know, I'm not the, uh, I, don't, I don't go on social media that, much, that often. Uh, yes. I don't make videos that often. Yes. I might need a little bit of help with that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, having a conversation in a room, just you and me, that affects yep. both of us and, and then everybody that we can communicate that message and what we learned out of the discussion. Yep. But when it's on video and people can access it at any point in time and it's more visible, then we're touching more people, we're impacting more people. That's definitely the way to go. Especially if our goal, our purpose, our vision is to impact more lives. So I agree. I just I think I need a little bit of help with that.
0: Well, you have my commitment. I'll I'll do the best I can to help you. I, I like using social media. I like doing videos and pictures. So we'll create a time and we'll make that happen. I'd love to help you spearhead that. Sounds good. Sounds like so, a plan. As we wrap up, I would like to know what your question would be to the next person that I interview on Scotch and Scripts. Question.
1: There's a few questions I can think of. Um, okay. Who are you trying to be? Mm. You know what's the best version of you, and then work backwards from there. You'll know what you need to be doing and uh, know what you're not to be and not to be doing. And for those that are uh, that are not necessarily new agents, but let's you know a little bit um, in higher production um, for those agents, because you know we're speaking to different types of agents. Uh, those agents, if you had half the time, to do twice as much business. What systems, tools, and people would you need in
0: order to achieve that? I like it. Those are two solid questions. Thank you so much for those. And uh, let me ask you one more question. What's a question that I did not ask you that you think I should during this interview so we can cover some other great material as we wrap up? Some
1: a question
0: that you did not ask me.
1: I'm just, I'm I'm sure there's plenty of questions. I'm just blanking out. I can't think of any question that, uh, you know, you should have asked me. Uh, you can ask me a question from here. If it's real estate related, we can talk from here until tomorrow.
0: I know. Um, I, know. So, yeah. I know so much about you in the real estate world. And I've seen you talk and so many other people do. I'm a little curious to know something about you that most people don't know a hobby, a pastime, a passion that you have uh, that most people would not know about. I
1: really enjoy going to the movies. Um, I'm most trying to drag one of my kids um, yeah. to go to the movies, get a, a popcorn and an icy, and uh, I really do enjoy that. Just the experience of going to the movies, um, and it's it's one of the things. I it's one of those little enjoyments that we get out of life. Um, you know, I have I have three kids, and um, you know, it's a, it's a job, obviously. And so yes, I have my day job, which I'm uh, you know real estate agent, and then of course I come home to three kids which is another job and i'm married so of course that's another job so you know I'm, i don't watch any tv but i do enjoy going to the movies it's a hobby that i really do enjoy
0: that's awesome what have you seen lately
1: uh a lot of kids movies so we just went to go see um um number two angry birds 2 right okay and that was a few days ago and then uh, we saw the lion, lion king before that so yeah we see a lot of kids we see a lot of kids movies and you know they're yeah. younger kids so i can't take them to uh to the action-packed
0: movies. No, my my girls are 11 and 13, and we saw, of course, Lion King and Dora the Explorer, but we also saw the new Fast and Furious movie with The Rock and Jason Statham, and I I like that I can experience those heavy action movies with them as well. Yeah. Yeah. Ron, I appreciate it. Listen, we're going to have a time where we circle back and do another interview. I know from this interview, there's going to be a lot of discussion. There's going to be more questions, so I definitely would like to circle back with you and do another interview and do some more role-playing to really show people what it looks like in your world to be successful getting people to come into the office, sign that buyer rep agreement, and then dealing with things like multiple offers and the inspection process and everything that goes into purchasing the property.
1: I don't know what just happened. Oh, it's still there, okay, good. Um, yeah, you know, you just brought up some, uh, some, uh, some topics of discussion that were definitely uh, worth asking. Uh, yep. we didn't speak about handlers for exclusive buyers agencies and um, you know we uh, you know we didn't uh, discuss about uh, how to increase likelihood uh, to obtain a property in multiple offer situations and we you know there's a bunch of topics that we can discuss yeah. and um, uh, scripts i know you you're you obviously we have discussions about scripts all the time what do i do to internalize scripts yeah. um, how do i study them so there's a lot of topics that we didn't get into but um, you know i'd love to discuss that at any point in time
0: Fair enough. Well, selfishly, I was um, keeping some of those so that we can do a later interview in person, because I want to do the interview and then have someone there to do some role playing and really give some solid examples of all those things you just discussed. So I look forward to doing that with you. And hopefully we can get that done in September or October. Give me a date. I'll be there. All right. I appreciate it. All right, Ron, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time today.
1: You're welcome. My pleasure. All right. You too.